Hey guys, so today you and I are going to talk about interviews and code and perfection. So let's get into it. So the question in question was, Frederick, are you expected to write perfect code on your first try when you're performing for a tech interview? And the short answer is no. It's not the focus. The focus of a tech interview is to figure out if you can solve the problem. Let me explain. So quite a few people have, of course, very naturally a lot of questions regarding interviews because it is probably one of the things that are, well, it's the, it's the gateway for a lot of people. It's the thing that's going to, in a lot of people's heads, dictate whether or not you get into the industry or not. Now, I will tell you right now that that's only partly true, and I will explain why. But let's focus on the first thing. When we're getting to the interview, guys, the first and foremost thing the employer is going to look for is whether or not you can solve the problem. It's not, it, it's less important that your code is impressive or that it's really clever or things like that. In reality, actually, guys, there's a very high likelihood that developers who try to overcomplicate their code or try to impress or things like that are going to actually fail with the exercise itself and they're going to, well, kind of tie their own noose. They're going to cripple themselves or shoot themselves in the foot by trying to be impressive. They actually end up not solving the problem, which is the, which is the focus. And you should also know that some interviews, they are not designed to be solved. They're designed to see how well you perform, how well do you work with this problem, how well do you communicate. That's another part of it. Some interviews include other people where you do some pair programming or you have the manager right next to you. And what they want to figure out is one part, are you capable of solving this problem and are you able to actually use code to do so? And also, how do you communicate about this? It's sometimes it's not important that you actually solve the problem itself, but, but rather that you are almost finished or you almost solve the problem, but you go about it in a way that is in line with the office culture of that company. So if you are a very strong communicator and maybe you fail to completely finish the exercise within the given time, Sometimes that matters, sometimes it doesn't matter. As long as you communicate it well, that's actually something that's very positive. On the flip side, even if you solve the problem, but you don't really communicate about it, or maybe you pick a very complicated solution or things like that, that could also not necessarily be the thing that they're looking for. So it's very tricky to, to definitively say what every interview is going to be about. You don't really know. All I can tell you is that the safe path is to always have the mindset, keep it simple, stupid. Always do that. Because the thing is, if you keep it simple and you solve the problem and you do so by communicating well, you can always, if you have more time, just state that, oh, I just went with the simplest solution here to get the problem fixed. And then if the tester or the person who is interviewing you states something like, oh, okay, but how would you improve this code? Well, then we can go into improvement mode and start thinking about, okay, 
This code is not ideal, but what can we do to make this run faster or be a little bit nicer or things like that? So you take it in iterations, if that makes sense. So focus first on solving the problem and then go into improvement mode if that's what you're going for. Now, apart from this, I have to tell you that you should not only focus on the interview. And the reason is simply because the interview, although it feels like the scariest thing and maybe the most important thing in the world, because this is the thing that's going to get you hired for a lot of people. It's only part true because when you're hiring software developers, there's three major things that are going to be considered. And this is just one part, which is this is well in a lot of people's minds, at least, the tech skills. This is the thing. This, if you can pass the tech interview, that means that you have the hard technical skills to be in the company. And that is simply, well, it's not always true. I'm sorry to say it may feel that way, but I'm sorry to say that that's not the case. Because even if you pass the interview, then you're going to basically be put in an, in an environment where you're actually now going to do the real coding. This is the main mental mistake a lot of people have. Guys, the interview is just a test. It's a toy. It's a, either it's a trivia question or a trivia challenge that may be a little bit more complicated in isolation than most of the stuff that you're going to do on a daily basis. But the thing that you're going to do on a daily basis requires another sort of complexity. It's most likely going to contain a lot more code. You're going to have to understand a much broader perspective on the of the code that you are writing and there's going to be a lot more requirements on you when you're delivering that software with testing and making sure that there are no regressions etc 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 so what i'm telling you here is that the the in, the tech interview is is it is a way of testing your technical skills, but it's not the most important part. Then you have two other parts, which is going to be the social aspect where, all right, are you the sort of person that people enjoy working with? This is a very major factor because if people, even if you're a really talented developer technology-wise, well, if you're not a pleasant person to be around, then that's going to be the thing that stops you. So you have, at least you need both of these two things. And third and lastly is going to be how independent you are. Now, what that basically means is that even if you're a genius at solving trivia questions or interview questions, even if you go and learn all of the tricks and the tips and the tricks on the internet about how to do this, remember, these are prepared exercises, controlled exercises that quite a lot of people learn in school or quite a lot of people just know a way of solving pre uh, ahead of time. But the real challenge comes later on when you are going to deal with a system and a piece of uh, large systems with a lot of logic that there are no textbooks for. There's no textbook for your specific system at the job that you're going to work at. So you need, that, that's the one of the most, I would say it's, it's hard to say which one. I think all three here are very important, but this is all, I don't underestimate how important it is for you to be able to work independently. You need to be a problem solver as well. So with the ability to solve problems, with the ability to work well with people, with others and be social and the hard technical skills, well, then you are pretty much set up to pass through any job, not just the interviewing stage, but actually get the job 
be and enjoy have a good time within that company and actually keep your job because remember even if you pass the technical interview that does not necessarily mean that you're going to keep your job because if you pass the interview but you can't work independently or you have problem social problems well then they're still going to get rid of you and it's usually if you ask me a much it's much better to not get the job than it is to get the job and then get fired very quickly afterwards because uh, of a misfit or things like that simply because it's actually worse if we look at your cv to be fired for incompetence or to be a problem or be perceived because if that happens quite often it's going to be a red flag for future employment options so what i want you to take away from this is that you can you can relax it's not about writing perfect code on the first try when you go to an interview this is just an exercise for the employer to figure out does this person actually know how to write software and can they solve problems with uh, with those skills because there's quite a lot of people who some people believe that they they actually know how to program when they just kind of know it and there's a big difference between hobby level programming and professional grade software development where and we need that's why we're testing it we just need to make sure that you actually have those skills so it's not about you writing perfect flawless software that impresses people actually i will argue try to avoid that because it's much better for you to keep it simple and get the problem solved and to do so in a collaborative fashion where if you're asked to pair program or things like that that you show that you can solve the problem and you are able to collaborate and let other people understand how you think about software if you can do these two things you're pretty much set for every interview and lastly remember that having hard technical skills is just one part the other two parts is having the social skills and lastly being able to work in an independent fashion so that you can actually produce results when you're on the job have a great day